Welcome to a brand new episode of Unlike a Lady, where every other week you will find me conversing with women from different phases of life, celebrating their life journeys as well as seeking inspiration from daily life situations and how they chose to defy the existing gender norms of the society to live life unlike a lady. Today's episode is slightly different. and different in a way that totally excites me this one's not going to be about a personal journey but the journey of a platform a platform called ode studio that deals in stationery branding as well as design as we have two of their wonderful young female co-founders asta bhansali and shrishti bajoria tell us all about starting and growing ode studio to what it is today so tune in as i first start by asking them all about ode their origin story expanding to new verticals and then bonding with them over the excitement and challenges of building something that's completely yours we also talk about the dependence of small businesses on social media platforms and how one can cope with that also stay tuned as ode studio reveals an exciting offer on their absolutely amazing stationery products especially for our podcast listeners so without further ado let's get going Welcome, welcome, Asta and Shristi. We're so glad to have Ode Studio on our podcast, Unlike a Lady, today. Hello, hi. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. We're very excited. Same here, same here. Very excited, and I'm so glad that today we have not just one but two guests joining us and sharing the beautiful journey of Ode Studio. We can't <laughs> wait to tell you all about it. Honestly, <laughs> sounds great. So yeah, let's just start by you know first you guys telling us a bit about yourself and then all about what Old Studio is. So Shristi, I would love the listeners to know a little bit about you. Yeah, so I'm Shristi and I'm based in Delhi and I'm 22 years old. I've just graduated college in fact and I did a, a major in psychology and art. So yeah, and I'm Asta. I'm from Bombay and I'm 21 years old. I've also just graduated of college. and i did a major in psychology and business as well so um a little bit about old studio yeah so so honestly just came into being out of a midnight conversation so we really we both love planning like we cannot go a day without a poa and a list and you know in college we'd plan every single day with assignments and deadlines and meetings so we just thought that like a college kid needs a planner which will really Or have all of that for them. It was a very spur of the moment decision. Shashi and I were just bored, um, and we kept talking about like we really want to start something. Let's just you know create planners. Let's just you know go for it. This and the other, and then before we knew it, we were already designing our first planners for our college, which was Jindal. We created these planners, which were specifically for kids of Jindal University. So. it had everything that they needed to know right. from the map of the campus and the food recommendations and the extracurricular activities from the um academic planning from the attendance check from everything that a general child needs to know to you know navigate their way through the first year or through their college lives old studio was just born from then now um we're kind of at a stage where we're doing 
a lot of stationery products, a lot of organizational paper goods, as well as heavily into brand strategy and design. Um, actually, the name Ode Studio originated after a complete first um planner came into being. So one day before we launched and we you know told the world about Ode, we were like, okay, now we need to think about a name, we need to think about a logo, all <laughs> these things, and. Yeah. So Asta and I have um so from the beginning from a couple of weeks into our friendship we started this thing in which we call each other sis. So essentially it's like well because we're like sisters like everyone always said that you know you guys are like sisters or like twins like this and that. So Ord actually means a uh, sister in Estonian. Okay. So that's where the name came about and we began as Ord Stationery but yeah then we rebranded to Ord Studio. amazing that sounds so interesting so starting specifically from your college campus to serving people that were just limited to op general to expanding to such a great level today and doing so well at such a young age it's really interesting all right so moving on like you mentioned that you started from stationery and then went on to expand to so many more things so how did you get that exact idea to you know do not just stationery but also expand into branding and design So, um, as Shishri also mentioned, initially we were only doing college-specific planners for the students of Jindal, right? Yeah. But funnily enough, one of my friends from Bombay, she was starting. This was during COVID, right? So she was starting a baking business, right, called Dolce, and she was okay. like, "Listen, I need thank you cards. Um, will you be able to do them for me?" And I was like. how am i supposed to like i didn't really know like we none of us knew what to do with that because we mm-hmm. weren't equipped to design but we were just like you know what an opportunity is presented us who knows what's going to happen from there right so we took her as our client and we designed thank you cards for her it's the first time we delved into like manufacturing about paper about yeah. sizes and all of that and then we were like okay you know we posted this on instagram and we got so much traction from it so many people started asking us to do their stickers and this that and the other and then and they were all small businesses so we yeah. were like okay i mean clearly we're on to something clearly this can become something more fruitful yeah. and then yeah so like uh, september 2020 did we do our first uh, thank you card for dolce and then now like we're luckily doing complete branding and brand strategy for like businesses who are just starting out and already and established businesses as well yeah. so yeah that that's very very exciting and i think that it was really like such a it was very unexpected we okay. never expected to kind of get into the designing world but we're very lucky and we're very grateful that we have so Right, right. Yeah. So the lockdown was truly, you know, a very interesting opportunity for people to delve into so much more and try out so many more things. And I think it just gave you that platform to connect with so many more businesses as well. Hundred percent, hundred percent. There were so many businesses who were lockdown was literally like millions of small businesses coming up. True, millions true. of them needed logos. Millions of right. them needed their packaging done. Like we and we were just there, like helping them. And yeah. it was such a surreal experience because. It, like when we look back to how much we've progressed now and how different our entire process is now it's kind of crazy to think that there was a time where we didn't know how to do the correct sort of branding and create such strategic visuals for companies and businesses right so yeah lockdown was like kind of a blessing in disguise for us yeah <laughs> amazing 
so another question is that you know when you doing stationery and branding and designing alongside for other businesses so these two serve very different audiences stationery is for your direct consumers and branding is something that you're doing for other businesses so on a personal note what process do you both enjoy more i personally love designing for other businesses and helping them create brands and create their whole brand identity yeah i think i have to completely agree i mean um with asa in this sense that you know mm. creating like creating an entire story of a brand and working with them and knowing their story when it comes to our own stationery i feel like um it's extremely every order is so rewarding for us and it feels so fulfilling for us and that's a very quick interaction we do feel connected to them in some level but with other businesses or uh, after supposing after for example we just completed another branding client and just hearing her talk about her experience so with branding there is so much of a story to tell so i feel like when i kind of develop that story and when we kind of de- develop those ideas into design it's just such a fruitful experience it's so surreal only cuz we kind of bridge that gap between their ideas and our designs and then kind of create an entire brand an entire emotion to give to their audience and to their clients obviously one of the only reasons like it can be slightly a little like challenging is because we kind of have to work on their terms which isn't the case with our own stationery with our hmm. own stationery you have the creative freedom we have the creative freedom so yeah and i think I think we, I could say this for both of us that developing designs for other businesses is a lot right more fruitful. I'm sure, amazing. And you know, along with branding, the love for stationery is I think you both have on a mutual level, and I'm sure your audience also connects in the same way. I feel that in today's age of digitization, technology is actually also somewhere making us realize our love for writing on a paper and pen. So, what do you think about that? I hundred percent agree with that. I mean. with everything completely transferring into like online 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 everything's just online now and i feel like that satisfaction to kind of tick something off your checklist like finally be done with everything on your to-do list nothing beats the physical satisfaction of getting something off your te- off your checklist like we all yeah. we've all done it before and i think we could unanimously agree that that's something uh you know online modes could never really match up to hmm <laughs> right definitely so yeah and then when you guys have you know had some journey you started while you guys were in college as second years and then the pandemic also hit in between how did things change post pandemic and post you guys graduated yeah so um as asha mentioned earlier as well that you know after the pandemic and after the rise of so many small businesses was when we actually started delving into graphic design and branding mm. and um since then i feel like we've taken a complete different path to the company and it's only been around so we just graduated around 2 to 3 months back so right. we've j- taken old studio on full time since around 2 to 3 months and i feel like um it's really the time that we deserve to invest in our company right now yeah. because um you know after going into branding and graphic design we realized the amount of potential that is out there for us to grow so doing Absolutely. it full time really yeah it definitely really helps us you know focus on 
old instead of having to juggle with college classes online classes assignments yeah. and another 50 things that are going on in college so this is definitely the time that we thought that we deserve to invest the time and energy into our company full time that's amazing and you know while i think a lot of people in our generation immediately post college they're trying to run for big companies everyone wants that brand name attached to their cv it's a general notion right but when i'm seeing you guys doing this and i somewhere connect to it because i am also building this platform the podcast i just feel that it's so exciting to build something right from scratch and give it that kind of zone and you when you know it's all yours so i would love for you to tell us what is the most exciting or the most challenging thing about building a platform from scratch i feel like with creating something that's entirely yours yeah literally the sky is the limit you can literally grow your platform to whatever extent you want it to you yeah. could take left like you could take any direction you want and i think the best part is like you whether you fake it till you make it at the end of the day you're still going to make it you know yeah. what i mean like you yeah. don't have to have everything like in a, like a correct order or everything you like you you're not going to know how to do a lot of things when you first start and we're still learning that so yeah. i feel like the most exciting part of it is just the fact that there are so many opportunities out there that we don't even know exist the unknown is kind of what excites us a lot and also the fact that we have so much control over what we're doing is also mm. so exciting because we know that me and shishri are very in tune with the way we work yeah. even before we were business partners we were always so in tune and always so in sync all these exciting things because we're always doing it together it just becomes like tenfold Because yeah. there are two people who've like kind of amalgamated their excitement together, and it's just like so much energy. That's mm. so exciting. So yeah, extremely interesting. And you know, one other thing I think with small businesses, we've seen it in the times recently. As a small business owner, we really depend on social media platforms. And in the last few months, there was this time when you know there was this whole scare of Instagram getting banned and all of these things. And I've seen you guys also because I've seen your platform. I've been following it since months now, and I remember at that point of time how everyone was just trying to look for some alternative. So you know, how was that experience of that time when because you have your major community on Instagram, I believe. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that time was personally extremely scary for us all. Like, we were like, we worked for two years to just build Instagram. Yeah. I literally frantically took a screen recording of our entire feed just to know <laughs> that we've done this from scratch. I like, know to preserve to all remember of it. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just to preserve all of it and to just know that we were there and we did that. Like, I know. It was so scary and it was so terrifying and. you know it was really a wake up call though for us cuz we were like how can we depend our entire business on instagram like right. tiktok got banned so it is true that instagram can get banned at any minute you know? like, don't know what's going to happen yeah the internet is scary like everything can go away so i feel like oh one way to navigate that is definitely to expand your platforms like be present and be active on as many platforms as you can i mean there's Facebook there's LinkedIn of course Instagram is everyone's primary platform right now but we don't know what's going to happen 2 years down the line because 5 years back Facebook was everyone's top choice right, so right. we don't know what which social media platform is going to grow and which is not so i feel like the very important thing to navigate or you know depending on our business on Instagram is to expand and 
or uh, another thing which we think is really important is to have a presence without social media as well so that's the website essentially um after we launched our website a lot of our you know complete stress and dependence on instagram did reduce right. because we still had a place that people could go to buy our products because before that people did not have a place other than instagram right so yeah that's definitely one thing yeah so once you had your own website that was solely yours you didn't have to depend on an external platform exactly exactly i mean we still do have a long way to go in kind of expanding our platforms because there is only two of us so i mean handling instagram in itself i'm sure you'd also relate is such yeah, yeah. a huge job absolutely it's not a joke it's not as easy as yeah like just take a picture post it put a caption put a hashtag post it on your story share it with other people say like encourage people to save it engage with your community like the list goes on like instagram is literally a full time job definitely definitely <laughs> so i mean ashishti said it's important to kind of expand because there are so many other platforms that people also use but it's obviously like you have to kind of also be mindful on like what you're spending all your energy on because yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely <laughs> okay so i think now let's just do the big reveal that we have kind of shared with our audience i think it's a good time to do that now you could tell us about the latest products also that you're getting on the website and then i would love for us to reveal the discount code that we have for the podcast audience specifically today Yeah for sure so we are extremely extremely uh, excited to announce that uh, our plan and pastels collection is back and we have our very new 2022 planners ready for you all in four different colors so this planner is really you know catered to all your needs everything that you need to go through on a daily basis yeah. from work to your affirmations your self care to you know your productivity your success your manifestations so it's something that you know you, you can really maximize your 2022 and we want to be there to help make 2022 your year amazing that sounds great so yeah so as shishti said so we if you've come this far into listening to this podcast i mean thank you also for like <laughs> actually bearing with us for so long yes. but we have a very exciting uh, discount code for you guys called unlike 10 and you could use this on our website uh, at checkout and you could buy our pl- uh, 2022 planners on our website use the discount code if you've come this far go tell your friends and we hope you enjoy using our product as much as we did creating it for you we've been using it uh, literally like since the day we've created it we have our own copies and we've been like thoroughly enjoying it So I hope um you guys also make a lot of use out of our 2022 planners so yeah amazing so yeah i just reiterate that i'm sure the existing community of old studio is aware of these products and for those ones who are not aware and they're getting to know about old studio to this podcast i'll be linking all the social media handles of old studio in the description and you can go and check out their website and the products and all the amazing work they've been doing and like asta mentioned i'll just you know let you know the uh, discount code once again so from the name of the podcast unlike a lady the discount code that we have for our podcast listeners is unlike 10 that will offer basically a 10% discount on all the items on the website of old studio and you can enter this code while check out should we guys should we spell it out for them or <laughs> sure yeah, so that's yeah that's u n l i k e unlike 10 
So you can use this at checkout as uh, mentioned earlier. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. Great. I'm sure the people listening to us will have a great time and they'll go check out the products and use this discount code that we have for them. <laughs> okay, moving on. Guys, what lies ahead? Where do you see Old Studio in the coming years? So we have our vision board ready. We have so many plans and we're extremely excited to just continuously work towards it. And I think one of our biggest AR goal essentially is to have an office in Bombay. So we can, um, you know, right now we're working online and it's work from home. But if we have a studio, it's really going to help us. You know, it's going to help our creative energy, our flow and uh, you know, just working together in one place makes a big difference um, with our business as well. So one of our main aims is to get a studio in a setup in Bombay in the next few years. Yeah. And we also are really looking to hire uh, people very soon, hopefully, and grow our team as much as we, you know, possibly can and get just a team of strong, like-minded, creative individuals who have the same passion and energy as us to build the brand of our dream. So yeah, right. those two are definitely something we're really excited to do. Sounds amazing. Who knows, someone might be listening to this podcast right now and you might find a good, passionate intern from here itself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're interested to work with those studio, um, we leave our email also so you can email us your CV. Please. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> we'll attach all the handles. You can connect with them however you wish to. Everything will be mentioned in the description itself. Okay, so you guys are such young female entrepreneurs doing so much at this stage itself. And in your two years of experience of working with Old Studio, what have you learned about, you know, being a young female entrepreneur in our country that you think and you wish that more female entrepreneurs knew? Um, I feel like unlike what society tells you, and I'm sure like you've heard this like billion times and everyone says it, just go for it, go for it. But like genuinely, this is literally your sign. Like if you have something you're very passionate about and you want to make it your passion and you want to make it your business, just do it. Do what your heart tells you and go after the thing you want the most. At the end of the day, when you put your heart and soul into something, it will always reap benefits. I really feel like just take the risk because like one year down the line, a few months down the line, when you would think about the moment where you just started you'll already see the amount of progress you've made so yeah. think about like when you are five years down the line and you started today you will be able to make so much progress till that day and you'll be so glad that you actually started what you wanted to do for so long so I just feel like don't overthink it just do it you never know what kind of opportunities will knock on and knock on your door Shristi, what do you think about that? A hundred percent. I mean, I completely agree. And like, also, I just feel like the sky is your limit. Like, you know, it's fine if you don't have everything figured out. Like, it's completely fine if you don't have your 10-year plan and your how you're going to figure out the logistics and the this and the that of your business. Like, just don't say tomorrow and just do it today. And I think that's like one of the biggest things that female entrepreneurs need to learn that even if you're shot down by society or even if people, you know, doubt you and put all these negative thoughts in your head, like five years down the line, you will, you know, you'd make it. And like, like we always say that, like, you can work hard in silence, but let your success make the noise and your right, success right. will definitely one day make the noise. So, yeah. Like the smallest instance is like when we first started Ode, we would literally talk 
as if we were like the biggest CEOs of some huge company and we talk <laughs> as if like yeah like I'll call you and like yeah we'll have a meeting at this time and Shishti would be like yeah and our parents would be like guys like what meeting I'm gonna have like I, like are you guys insane and like not in like a like a demeaning way but obviously right, this, this right. kind of discipline this kind of terminology you only use when you are part of an actual business an actual company Absolutely. and I feel like now looking back at that like me and Shishti still talk about it so often like Remember when we used to be like, oh yeah, like we're in a meeting. We are actually in meetings now. We are yeah. actually having those kind of phone calls. We are actually having those discussions. And we have manifested that into our life. Like right. nothing was given to us in a silver platter. We literally did this during college while handling, um, you know, college work. And I'm not trying to say this in a way that like we're not trying to brag about it. What we're trying to say is that no matter what the circumstance is, I feel like when you want something to happen, you will kind of make it happen. Because yeah. even for us, we didn't really have, like no one in our family is does anything related to stationery, does anything related to paper goods, does anything related to, you know, what we're doing. Right. But we have kind of navigated ourselves into this field on our own. Of course, our family gives us advice. Of course, our family does support us. But, yeah. you know, it's, at the end of the day, we also started from scratch. So it's it's possible. It's yeah. very, very possible. Like, right. this is not like something, a rare, it's not a rare occurrence. Like, yeah. it can happen to you as well, you know? So, yeah. Amazing. That's so inspiring to know. Okay. So, now talking about, you know, we're so surrounded with content and there are so many things around us. Like you said, as entrepreneurs, manifestation is plays such a huge part. You know, is there any book, any movie, any artist, any series that gives you strong female energy and, you know, makes you really feel empowered as a woman? This is my moment to call all the Swifties out there, all the Taylor Swift fans. If you're uh. listening, hi. Can we talk about Taylor Swift in the DMs? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I feel like one of my biggest inspirations, because I'm going to steal that from Shishti and I'm not going to let you talk about anyone else because I want to talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I give it to you. I, I think, give it to you. <laughs> um, is Taylor Swift. And one of the things I really do take away from her and I kind of channel into every day of being a businesswoman is kind of standing up for what you believe in and kind of valuing yourself first. Yeah. Um, because I feel like if you don't put yourself and believe in yourself, no one is going to take you seriously. If you're going to be like, you know, a little uncertain and, you know, or like, like be skeptical about things and not kind of own what you do, yeah. no one is going to give you the time of day. I feel like being assertive, especially to men in the industry or men in your platform and your market, it's so important only because the entire business realm has been run by men for so long that yeah, now absolutely. when women are kind of, you know, on the rise, it's something that they're not used to. Hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> I feel like with Taylor Swift and everything that she's kind of gone through, um, it's kind of taught me that, you know, if you believe in yourself and if you know and if you are standing up for what you think is right, like it'll always work in your favor. Like that can never lead to a negative situation, yeah. you know? Because yeah. at the end of the day, you've done what's right by you. It's very true. Very well said. <laughs> so we're not letting Shushti share her opinion on this. Are we just leaving it at Taylor Swift? 
<laughs> I think we can we can give her the moment. We can give <laughs> these the moment. But no, I completely agree. I mean, I have to hear Asha talk about Taylor Swift minimum once a day. Ah, so, okay. I mean, like I don't. She's disagree. being generous. Like, She's being generous <laughs> yeah. with this minimum. <laughs> yeah. Asha, do you have a go-to song of Taylor Swift? Oh my God! Don't ask me that question. I will actually have a mental breakdown. But if I had to choose right now. I'm currently like literally only listening to Lover the entire album. All right. Let's take the ending question towards Rishi first then. So, uh, from the concept of the podcast how it's called Unlike a Lady and we're calling out every time that women have been told to do things a certain way and act lady like. Yeah. What does being unlike a lady mean to you? Being unlike a lady I mean just standing your ground and literally just owning it. I mean if it is being assertive if it is talking to manufacturers who think that oh like ye to bachche hain aur ye to ladki hain like you know whatever right. like wh- whatever they might think from our voice from our faces from seeing us hmm. it literally is just standing your ground you the way you talk and the way you present yourself speaks much louder than the way you the who you are your gender what like what you do like you are not okay with someone talking to you uh, in a demeaning manner you aren't okay with even someone giving you less attention when even if you're um, you know supposing for example with manufacturers if we are giving them business then they have to treat us like an equal like a big corporate who's giving them business or man who's giving them business yeah. we are still giving them business yeah so it has to end at that like if it's our local producers our, our manufacturers they all are male like we've never had a female um manufacturer till till date so being polite while doing that of course but it's just about how we present ourselves and i feel like that's a very unlike a lady thing to do is being assertive and standing your ground and knowing what you're worth and getting what you want definitely it's high time society knows that gender is you know no ground of treating someone a certain way but since mm-hmm. unfortunately we are living in a society that still does that a lot it's really important to just assert your presence and i just love the way how you you know shared that yeah 100% um we've had so many instances where like manufacturers have just like i sometimes like in the start i'd have to tell my dad to speak to the manufacturer cuz i'm just like like dad is literally not giving me the time of day like what do i do yeah. and then it came to a point where i was like look how long am i going to like let my dad do this for me hmm. you cannot be like dilly darling and be like oh like ha like agar ho jayega to bol dena like none of that like you need to get your work done and however you reach that point that mm. shouldn't matter you just need to get that work done yeah you know what i mean yeah definitely and i'm sure that your story is going out to inspire so many more female entrepreneurs out there your journey and your story i just hope and i'm really sure that that will go, go a huge way and you know becoming a huge part of their lives as well so that brings us towards the end thank you so much aastha thank you so much shrishti for being here today with us it was an absolute pleasure to know about your journey as well as all about old studio thank you so much yeah thank you so much aastha i mean it was great like we we wish someone can even if one person take something back from this and you know just uh, start and just does it and just takes that deep of faith i mean it's going to mean everything to us so yeah thank you so much for having us Absolutely I would 100% agree I mean these kind of podcasts and these kind of um you know conversations these are the ones that mean the most to most to us cuz like at the end of the day it's not like the basic questions like oh how did you start or oh, like you know it's not like the typical questions that you get but 
you're also like trying to you know bring out the best and you know the like our most interesting stories and i feel like these kind of conversations are so important to have especially related to women um yeah. which is obviously the theme of your podcast and we're so grateful um to kind of be at this platform with you and yeah uh, hopefully to many more so <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so glad you guys resonated with it, and I'm so glad that you were here and you accepted to be in this podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. That brings us to the end of an absolutely exciting conversation. Hope you all had fun, and if you think that this conversation inspired you even a little to start that initiative you've always thought about, then we would love to hear from you. All our social handles are attached in the link below. You can also go check out Oat Studio social handles as mentioned in the conversation. Head to their website, enter the discount code we've offered, and place your orders. I personally loved this episode as I was able to offer something in addition to the conversations, and I hope that you guys make the best use of it. See you in the next episode.